Welcome to Socks on Tap. I am Johnny Nani. I'm joined tonight by Tony Marchese. We are talking about a White Sox winner. Tony, how are you doing tonight, man? Dude, I'm doing awesome. That makes it three in a row for the White Sox. Five to one over the Royals tonight, Johnny. Um, I'm going to crack one. I don't know if you have one ready, but I'm definitely going to crack one. There's a Ooh, victory I'm a, right I'm there. unprepared. I don't have one, but I was cracking a few at the game, so I'm, that counts, I, I think. I'm sure you were. Um, you got down there for both of these victories. Uh, I think you and uh, our guy Jake Trojan might be a little bit of a good luck charm, Johnny. Yeah, no, I think so, definitely. Um, Jake and I went. Thank you for the ticket last night, Tony. I know you and Jake have that twenty game plan, but you weren't able to make it, so I was able to fill the void. And then tonight was part of my plan, and Jake had said, "Okay, well, uh, you know, I can get a cheap ticket." So he came on down, and uh, we did the same thing, same ritual. Had a little drink at Shy Sox Bar beforehand, went into the game, and uh, saw White Sox winner. So I think we definitely are a good luck charm. So you're going to head down to the ballpark tomorrow at uh, 1 o'clock, and Jake's going to call off work, and you guys are going to go there and lead the Sox to a sweep. That's what I'm hearing right here. Yeah, I mean, obviously we have to now. Um, we're good luck. I wasn't originally planning on it, but you know, I think that's going to have to happen. So. Um, yeah, I mean you got to you have to now. You almost have to. But uh let's let's break down the game a little bit from today. Um you know, Buzz and I did the first socks on tap last night. We did a little bit earlier in the night. You were still on your on your way back home. Um but one of the things that we talked about last night was Reynaldo Lopez and I want to get into the pitching here with you. Um we had hoped that we would see the Reynaldo Lopez of last year tonight because we haven't seen that from him yet this season. Ronaldo came out and did, I, I'm pretty sure, exactly what we wanted him to. Six innings pitch, he gave up five hits, one earned run. He only walked two, he struck out five. He did give up a homer, but you see that ERA start to come down a little bit um, for good old Ronaldo. How did you feel about his start today, Johnny? So that was excellent. When you read off the final line, I say, yeah, absolutely awesome. But when you're at the game and you're watching it, and you see, you know, Sox haven't scored yet. Top of the second inning, Lucas due to homers. Oh, boy. Here we go again. What's going to happen now? Where are we going from this? Is he going to let this control slip? Um, is he going to give up a lot of walks? Uh, what's going to happen here? No, he only ended up walking two guys overall, struck out five on the night. Like you had said, five hits. Uh, that one home run, that ended up being the only run he gave up. Uh, you know, ended up being, you know, one earned run, but that, uh, that was the extent of the damage and that was early. So he settled in, looked a lot better, looked like that Reynaldo Lopez that we have expected and that we saw a little bit at the end of last year. So that was very encouraging. So from the TV, I wouldn't call him dominant, but he was effective. And one of the things I brought up last night was getting through that second, third time through the order, and he he did well there. After that home run, we didn't see him 
get touched again. And that's what I want to see from Reynaldo Lopez going forward. It, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the Santana start that we saw uh, yesterday in the, in the first game of the series where you get roughed up a little bit and then we settle it back down. We get to, uh, we get through the uh, major portions of the ball game and then, you know, you turn it over to this bullpen. And again, we had Colony closing it down tonight. Um, another save for this guy. Or was it, no, it wasn't a safe situation for him tonight. But uh, at the back end of the game, uh, he's just unstoppable. I love Herrera and Colome coming in. I was a little bit nervous when we brought in Jace Fry and then went to Jones right after. Um, I think Jace Fry might need a new job next year when they have to make uh, pitchers face three batters in a row because Ricky really loves using him for that one out. And he's been somewhat effective out there in that situation. But, um, no, this bullpen – has really been solid uh, of late ever since they've gotten through that little bit of a rough stretch in the first homestand. But I liked what I saw there. I don't know. You have any comments on that? Yeah. So I was just wanted to preface this by saying that I sound really dumb overall with all my comments with uh, Jace Fry having this rough start that he has to the season because I was really hyping up on Chai Sox Weekly uh, in our season preview episode. But we're going to dismiss that. Um, he's been, you know, okay uh, with that one batter face. I mean, like you had said, uh, he may be needing to find a new role next year when it comes to that time. At least Nate Jones isn't uh, really all that wild over these past couple of times that we saw him out. You know, Friday night when uh, we're at New York and all the Yankees fans are booing him because he's, you know, throwing up and into judge. And it's like, well, he's just this wild uh, regularly. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, that's that was uh, where I was at with him. But, you know, tonight uh, that was fine. He came in, finished that inning that uh, after Fry. So that was fine. They combined to pitch that inning. And then obviously, like you had said, Herrera and Calame locking it down. I absolutely love that. Uh, Herrera had two strikeouts. Uh, Calame, like you said, wasn't a safe situation, but still locking down that ball game because we need that assurance as White Sox fans. You never really feel safe, even though it's a five-one game. There, you should. That should be a safe like feeling, but you need a guy like Alex Calame in there to lock it down. I was glad he was in there, induced that last pop up. You couldn't. I can't even describe the relief uh, that came over me as soon as I saw that ball come down into Yohan's glove and the fireworks go off. Absolutely, Johnny. And and I'm actually really happy with Renteria's bullpen management during this game. Obviously, it's because it worked, but that was Calame out there for the third time in a row. And early on in the season, I was, I was getting a little worried that he was going to be hesitant to go to guys on, you know, back-to-back days even, let alone letting a guy go out there three games in a row. Um, that's what you need to do. I mean, we talked about this, I believe, on the last Isaacs Weekly. Talked about it a little bit last night. You have to put your foot down on the throat of your opponent when you have them down and just end the ball game. And that's what they did tonight. Now, the pitching aside, how about this offense today? This offense just keeps on rolling, Johnny. Um, I know who exactly who we're going to talk about first here, and that's Yon Mankata, dude. Yes. Absolutely on fire. This kid is just you know, proving his worth day in, day out so far over there at third base. Um, uh, what are your thoughts on this guy right now? Because he's just absolutely lighting it up. On fire, on fire, and fuego, whatever you want to say it. However you want to word that, 
that is what he is right now, and it's excellent to see. We needed this. We needed a breakout year. He was the number one overall prospect in 2017. He's finally living up to that hype. Uh, two for four, two home runs tonight. That was huge. Uh, the game tying one, you know, after Lucas Duda hit that one, you feel you're, oh, where can this game go? You know, the Royals get another run on here, and then it's kind of down the dumps. But no, Moncada ties it up with that home run, and then we are rolling, and then he goes back-to-back with my boy Larry Garcia uh, in the fifth inning. And, you know, that that's looking like a solid really solid offense and that's not even to mention yonder alonzo going four for four with the insurance home run so uh i mean mancata like i had said just on fire right now and then even with the glove i know we're talking about offense right now but even with the glove got a hot shot to him at third base not an easy ball to field turns a really nice double play gets it over to second plenty of time um you know double play is no problem. Whereas, you know, if you have a Yolmer Sanchez there like last season, eh, yeah. is that really going to happen? You that don't ball know. might be going so. down the line, Johnny. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was, that's or, what I was yeah, fearing. Carrying off his glove and then shooting in the middle of the infield, and then you got to play for another out. Whereas, you know, that takes care of an inning right there. So uh, just great to see all around from Yolan. Absolutely. I I was really impressed, especially with that double play that, that was turned that you just referenced. Um, he's looked all right over there at third base. And, you know, not to say like you know we we went down the path of having a Manny Machado over there, and we've seen ad nauseum from the MLB Twitter account what Manny Machado can do. But Yon has made some plays in his own right that I think deserve to be you know posted from the MLB account. And that double play being one, especially those two homers today, just all around package what we want to see out of Yon Mancada. Now. How did you feel about Jose Abreu so far this season? Just give me a little touch on that because he seems to be really, really quiet right now. Is this somebody that we're we're waiting on for things to heat up, Johnny, uh, before we see his offense, the temperatures to heat up? It was kind of a warmer day, but I noticed I wasn't down there. Um, 70 degrees down here in the, in the south suburbs. Didn't look 70 degrees out there at the ballpark. No, it was cold. It was almost uh, 50 degrees by first pitch um, and just got colder throughout the night. Um, Jake and I, you know, we were there both nights. He had said uh, that it almost felt colder tonight than it was last night, even though the temperature was chillier last night. Um, so, I mean, it. Uh, I, I think that may have something to do with it. But you saw I, I kind of am just you know, I know Jose Abreu is a good hitter. We've seen it. He's proven it. He was an all-star last year, even in a down year, so to say. Um, he had a decent series to open up. You know, he hit a home run in that game two of the year at Kansas City. So it's not like it's completely non-existent. It is just in a cold spell right now. But for someone like Jose Abreu, if you're going to ask me, are you worried about him? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just a matter of a little bit of a slump, maybe a little bit of the cold weather. Um, but, you know, other guys are picking up the slack. Yeah, so that is that is that is the biggest thing right now. If he if it's not happening, if that's, you know, nobody else around him is producing, then it's like, oh, my God, like we need Jose right now. Whereas now it's like, OK, well, we can afford this little like cold stretch and we'll be OK. And then when he comes back, that will just be a great addition and that can allow for someone else to maybe fall off a little bit. Say maybe a Tim Anderson doesn't, you know, hit almost 500. So, um, well, tonight it was it, one of those know. first games that uh, our boy yeah. Timmy was held hitless. 
Um, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. someone else can afford to drop off if Jose starts picking it up. So I, I honestly, I'm not that worried, but yes, it is definitely a little bit of a cold spell here. And I think that may have to do, uh, two ways, both him just at the plate and then also the weather itself. So, so you, you bring that up. There's, there's people carrying this team right now. You've got Timmy, obviously you've got Mancata. Uh, Alonzo has thrown himself into the mix every now and then you've got, uh, your guy, Mr. Garcia over there, um, quietly having a pretty damn good year at the plate, I would say. Um, even though he does draw the uh, the occasional criticism from from White Sox Twitter, uh, from everybody almost except for you. And then uh, you look at the other half of this White Sox lineup, and I'm not going to put a Brayu into this category, but you've got guys like Daniel Palka and Yolmer Sanchez, even Wellington Castillo. Um, those guys got to get it clicking just a little bit more. I mean, and I know we're talking about how the offense is getting carried by some of these guys, but just having a little uptick. I mean, imagine Daniel Palka's batting average going up to 125. That's going to signify that he's in somewhat of a hot stretch, especially after starting the year 0 for, what is it now, 32, 33, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's in that range. So, I mean, and that's one of the guys that, you know, you and I both expected to be someone who provides consistent power given the chance to get to 500 at-bats this year. So far, I don't even know if we're going to see past 100 Daniel Palka at-bats before he's no longer on the White Sox squad. So, you know, I heard some cheers when I was watching on TV. Um, I think it was his last at-bat the, the fans were chanting for Palka. Not sure if you heard that when you were in there. What was the consensus like during uh, Polka at bats? Everyone is behind Daniel Polka, honestly. At the ballpark, no one is booing him. Um, you get the occasional boos for Yolmer Sanchez just for what uh, you know <laughs> what he's done defensively so far this season. But no, honestly, everybody is behind Daniel Polka. Jake and I were sitting out in right center where your seats with him are regularly right next to that bullpen. So we see Daniel Polka. We see Larry Garcia right out there. Obviously, I'm giving some love to my boy Larry. But we every time, Jake and I, we said, hey, we're going to make a note of it. We're going to say, hey, Daniel, this is the time. You're going to get a hit. You're going to hit a home run. You're going to get a single, whatever, this and that. But overall, the consensus is that at the ballpark, everyone is still supportive of Daniel Polka. Um, I know that people will be critical on Twitter and say, you know, he needs to go down and this and that. Well, you know what? Come to the ballpark and make your voice heard then. Um, you know, it's easy to be a keyboard warrior, but get out there and uh, brave the cold with us and tell me to my face and we can have a rational discussion about it. <laughs> the good stuff coming there from Mr. Nani tonight. Um, let's talk a little bit about tomorrow's game, Johnny. Um, we're going to keep this quick. We're sitting at around 15 minutes almost so far here. We've kind of broke this game down. Another White Sox winner. We're on a three-game win streak. We've got a chance to go for hey, the but, sweep tomorrow. Before we go to uh, uh, tomorrow's game, just really quick, Lurie Garcia, he did strike out three times tonight but he did hit a two-run home run, and that ended up being the game winner. Tony, you and I are on four feathers. We talk about the game-winning goal in hockey, the game-winning home run, the game-winning RBI. Larry Garcia, my boy, we'll move on to tomorrow. Just wanted to throw that out there. I love you, Larry. Of course, he had to get that in there. That's the uh, the socks on tap difference from Johnny Nani right there. Uh, tomorrow, we've got a pitching matchup of Lucas Giolito versus Brad Keller. Uh, Keller's coming in. He's two and one with a 2.45 ERA. He's got 23 strikeouts already on the air. 
Lucas Giolito, stat line 2-1 and one with a 6.19 ERA. He's got 18 strikeouts. We've seen hot and cold Lucas Giolito so far this year, Johnny. We've gotten the almost no-hitter, and then we've gotten some clunkers. What do you think we get? Which version of Lucas Giolito tomorrow on the mound, tomorrow afternoon? I'd say an intermediate. Um, it, I don't think it's going to be a close to no-hitter like that first outing at Kansas City. But I do think he shores it up a little bit from that performance on Friday night at Kansas or at uh, New York. Excuse me. Um, you got to remember that was it was raining from like the second inning on almost a straight downpour when watching that broadcast. I was kind of like amazed at how well I mean, granted, you know, it was it came down a little heavier for Nate Jones and he was like, you know, slipping all over the place and almost hitting Aaron Judge. You know, he ended up did did hit him but you know three times in a row it was like right up in there and he just didn't have a grip on the ball whereas you know i'm not giving not making this an excuse for lucas giolito last friday night but those were some little rough conditions to uh pitch in and it's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow on the south side so i think we see an intermediate version of that um i wouldn't expect him to be near perfect like that uh, first outing of the season. But I would expect him to give us a similar performance to Reynaldo Lopez tonight. How's that? That's exactly what we're looking for, I think. I don't think we need Lucas Giolito to be a shutdown guy. Let the defense play. Get the get the ball over the plate. Throw strikes. If they're hitting it, you know, let Yon Moncada make those plays. As long as the ball's not going to Yomer Sanchez if he's in the lineup, I think we've got an okay defense enough for, for the boys to play a little bit. The offense should be there. It's probably going to be the warmest game that this team has played in the cell. The ball hopefully will be flying out. Taking a quick look at the weather for tomorrow, Wednesday, there is actually a chance of rain. We're looking at about 65 degrees. Rain's supposed to be in the morning. By 1 o'clock, it should be somewhere near 60-62 during gameplay time. A little bit of partly cloudy overcast skies at some point in time during the game. But the ball should be flying out a little bit more than it has been so far. Hopefully a guy like Jose Abreu can benefit from that. Hopefully Yon picks it up exactly where he left off today. And let's get Timmy back on base. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's like kind of ridiculous that, you know, last year there was games like this plenty of times where Timmy, you know, would uh, go over and wouldn't get on base and we wouldn't think anything of it. But now since he's just been off to such a flying high start, we are like shocked that this is even happening right now. So, uh, I mean, Timmy's, Timmy's due for that. And I think it's OK to cut him some slack there. But, yeah, let's get him back on base. Uh, he's such a speed threat. Let's uh, I take it let back, him though. utilize he did, that. He did get on base today, and he did steal a base. Yeah, yeah. I'm. T- I mean, you know, obviously his average though. That's that's what people right. are looking at. Yeah, oh, well, he's yeah, MLB an average, and he's got you know this and that. So yeah, uh, wanna, that, that's where I was going with that. But. We want to keep Timmy up there near the top. That's mm-hmm. what we want to do. But absolutely, that's, that's going to be pretty much it for here at Sox on Tap today. Um, yep. There will not be an episode of this tomorrow. Johnny and I will be recording what sounds like to be a really jam-packed episode of Shy Sox Weekly. Uh, we're going to get back into the studio with Shy Sox Janda and uh, record the first Shy Sox Weekly underneath the new ONTAP Sportsnet era. It should be a good show. Hope you all check it out. Johnny, you got anything else before we shut this one down for today? 
Hey, I love watching winning White Sox baseball. Um, This has been fun to see these wins. I've been at these past two. It's really fun. Get out to the ballpark. Uh, You know, you can buy a cheapy seat. They uh, close off that upper deck. Just come down. You can sit with me. I'm in 149 most of the time. Um, That's about all I've got. But, you know, let's make it a four in a row. What do you say, Tone? Get the brooms out. Let's get a sweep. First sweep on the year. Yeah, I'm all for that. I'm all for that, too. Let's go White Sox. Let's go White Sox.